You let me know when it does. Well, we're now recording. All so, right. welcome to Nerd Vomit. I'm Doug. I'm a nerd and I vomit. I'm joined by another uh, co vomiteer. Co- uh, I'm Kate. I play Kathy Hammond. Not Kathy Hammond. I play her Tulpa. Let's be real. <laughs> and we're going to do a shot and then start. Yeah, cheers. Ugh. So we're here to talk pretty much all the video games. All of them. Uh, what video game do you want to start with? Oh my god. There's so many different ones we could. We've already talked tonight about like Horizon, Forbidden West. We've talked about Last of Us Part 2. There's so many different good fucking video games. I, I can curse in this, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, fuck yeah, okay. Yeah, like, fuck. So, okay, great. Perfect. <laughs> what, what do you want to talk about? What What hasn't your show covered already? Um... Like, Actually, we haven't talked about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Mm, Okay. And we'll get into, you know, that'll lead us into Borderlands as well, which is a show I bring up, or or game franchise I talk about uh, every week. How could you not? I mean, Borderlands is a fantastic franchise. Like, Um, so good. Five t-shirts, all the Funkos. I've got every game, and... Ooh, what am I missing? The comic books. Yeah. Um, the, the prequels. Yeah. But, Time Team is, I really actually, I, I liked it. I know you were ambivalent about it, but I liked it. So, ambivalent about it on the fact that I, okay, so... Tiny Tina's, I feel like, is very much based on Dungeons and Dragons, which I appreciate. Bunkers and badasses. Bunkers and badasses. <laughs> I had not played a ton of Dungeons and Dragons until very recently when my brother, bless him, became a dungeon master and was like, hey, like we're going to do a very specialized version of this. He's calling it Oops All Animals. So everybody had to be a kind of like animal built class that was on the customs class for um, the, what is it, dungeonsanddragons.com mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I ended up being a sloth bartender because, I mean, that's who I am as a person. Like I've only... A sloth bartender? A sloth bartender. So all I've ever been my entire adult thing. life is a bartender, right? Yeah, but we being a sloth. About bartender is not a good thing right but we're talking about being all animals for this campaign and yeah. so i was like well i don't really know what to be i've never played D before like can you give me some some direction on this and he was like well i really want to make a campaign that is all animals we're going to be in this realm called fern gully and it's going to be this like ridiculous uh. oh no fuck you we're going to do this, like, game that's all based on this animal world. And we did um, this, ga- like, pre-gameplay where you had to build your own world. I can't right. remember what it's called. But you essentially, like, figure out, like, how the world is. So, like, here's your town. Here's what's going on with it. 
and then you like kind of build from there. So like, so you played Animal Crossing, cool. More or less, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it ended up being called fucking Fern Gully, right? But in a good way. So I ended up being an ancient cranky bartender sloth called Zen. And then there were other players that were different animals and everything. And our immediate, like, like our, our, our immediate mission comes up being like, uh, we, we've got these berries that we're making into mead and they're like, there's a weird scent crossing the fence of the boundaries of our town. What do we do about it? It wasn't rats, though. Like, he was good about that, because I was like, don't you... I'm like, I know this is my first campaign. Don't you dare make this, like, some easy bullshit, like, slay rats in the cellar, Uh asshole. And I was like, I'm... mm -hmm. I've I've listened to enough D&D podcasts. (laughs) I've done enough of the, like, YouTubes. I'm like, I'm good. The rest of your friends are pretty good on this. Like, let's let's get this going. And so he's like, okay. So he immediately gives us this quest. Like, some of the brothers of one of the people you like in the town has slipped through the fence of the town. And you can smell the elderberries on them. Are you going to follow them? And we're like, well, fuck yeah. We're absolutely going to follow them. Like, I like the idea of, like, not following them. I mean, I kind of have that. Oh, we're all nose—we're all nose blind. As a sloth who's like a little bit slow and also like cranky as fuck, like I'm playing like a like forty-year-old sloth bartender. I was like, hmm, maybe we tell them to go fuck themselves. But everybody else is like, no, no, we got to figure out what they're like. Let's follow their scent through the gate, and I'm like. And essentially, my brother, as the DM, ended up firing me. He was like, <laughs> you don't get to keep being the bartender here if you're going to be such a dick. Every time everybody coming, like, every time somebody comes through right. here. And I'm like, I mean, uh, okay, sure. So we all follow, like, as a clan, we fucking follow the people through the vent. And then the last session we ended up through, as we wander through the forest, we end up, like, at this weird old windmill that's been abandoned, and it's creepy and everything. And then we see this, like, weird, like, demon, kind of, like, skeleton-esque, like, ghost dude, like, fucking ready to fight us. And that's where we ended the last last session. But, uh... It was really cool to do because I'd never played D and D before, so for me it was just like trying to figure out what can, what can I do, what are my limits, is it okay that I'm playing as a sloth, fifty year old angry bartender who hates everyone, like sending them all in that direction, like and I I didn't know though, like yeah. I I'd, I'd never done that before, so it was just kind of like. Can I, what what kind of limits can I test? Like I've not, I've not done this before. Can I tell somebody like, "Hey, fuck you," and have the game keep going? Can I tell my boss that I'm not gonna fucking serve drunk, fucking like NPCs anymore? Like, is that cool? <laughs> like, because my brother's got all these fucking like mice bros, and he's like, "Yeah, they're all they they come here every day and they get drunk at the bar," and I was like. Cool. My character tells them to fuck right off because I'm not. I'm tired as fuck of serving them. So like, is that cool? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, Cool. Then how? Then tell 
Huey, Dewey, and Louie that they cannot have another mead, another berry mead at my goddamn bar. Yeah. Because they're being dickbags. And he's like, no, no, that's cool. And I'm like, great. Fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. And he's like, cool. Then all their drunken asses make a hole through the fence and go up to this new fucking place. And I'm like, well, fuck. Damn it. God damn it. So we're going to talk about video games. Yes. Sorry, we talked too much about the D&D campaign. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but being uh, based on D&D, let's talk about Tintinas. Tintinas Wonderland. Um, the Borderlands, like, spinoff? Question mark? Question mark for sure, because I feel like it's very much trying to be a D&D campaign without being a D&D campaign. I think the opposite. I think it's being very hard to be a D&D campaign. Maybe I've not played enough D&D campaign then to have that work for me, but I can get what what Um, you're trying to say there. The fact that, like... The grenades are like spells and... Well, and I do love that. Like, I love that your melees are like based on the weapons you can pick up through the game. And like, it does an amount of melee damage and things like that. And honestly, I feel like the melee weapons you pick up in Tiny Tina's are some of the better melee weapons or just kind of weapons in general that you can use. Based on like the... the, the, um... Borderlands campaigns, or the Borderlands, I'm sorry, franchise. Um, I love my melee weapon. It uh, gives random people uh, random uh, status effects like acid, electricity, fire. Like, I love it. Right, but would you, like, in the prior Borderlands games, that's not a thing, right? Like, your melee weapon is alright, but it doesn't do... Agreed. It doesn't do anything that's, like, legitimately, like, screwing up the enemies you're fighting. So, I feel like that's the one main thing I did love about Tiny Tina's, is that your melee weapon actually does damage and counts. Um, does do either status effect or um, damage, or it's got it's enchanted. Yes, um, the enchanteds are so good too. Like you could hit somebody and they'll seal health, or you can hit somebody and the vampire maybe it yeah. freezes somebody. Like there's a lot of good things that the melee weapons do. Um, actually, it actually, and I didn't play this way, but um, some of the melee weapons. Do buff um, like damage or ongoing damage. So, yeah, I agree. And like, I think that this is the first Borderlands game that has actually been like, hey, pay attention to your melee weapon because it will actually do more damage than half of the guns you've been given already. Agreed. Which is really cool, honestly, in a lot of ways. But is a different style of gameplay in Borderlands universe to 
Mm, how do I want to word this? Like, to make you play a different game style. You're not just running in and gunning. You, you can actually run in and, like, slap the shit out of people instead of just being like, I need to hide behind here and shoot. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's a matter of, like, running and gunning. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Because it is a matter of running and gunning on this one for Tintina's versus the Borderlands, all the other Borderlands, uh, one, two, three, and the prequels, and uh, less said about the prequels is the better. Oh, you hate the prequels? I don't like them. You didn't? I don't. I feel like I really didn't like the prequels to begin with. And then as I played through them a little bit more, it was like... Nah. I got to a point where I was at least neutral with the prequels. Now, the minute I was like, oh, I have to have oxygen? Fuck this movie. Okay, what class Fuck did this. you play with the with the prequels, though? With the prequels? Yeah. Um, I played the Lady Sheriff. Mmm... Oh, that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, what is her name? Doesn't matter, but yeah. It does, I just can't get there. But yeah, like, I, I played as her, and it sucked. I think I did too, but then um, the first real playthrough I did, I played as Wilhelm, who is so important in the second in game. In the second game. Because he's one of the major bosses you first deal with, right? Uh, yeah, he's like... Wilhelm. He's like a cyborg. Yeah, he's a cyborg, and, like, they, like, make such a big deal out of the fact that, like, well, Jack's got Wilhelm, and, like, the angel keeps talking about it, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, what is Wilhelm? What are we going to have to deal with? And then in the prequels, you're playing as Wilhelm, who is just a person who is, like, slowly but surely getting turned into a cyborg. Really? Yeah. Like, like you're, you the whole story? Yeah, there are a bunch of like the um, the radio things you can pick up in the game, and mm. you can talk like so. He ta- he starts out as a human, right? And mm. he's like he's fine. And he's kind of got he's got these like the surveyors or whatever, and they're uh, wolf and whatever the second one is, and they're like, okay, well he's pretty cool, like he's getting it. And then like the further you go on, when you pick up those those. Uh, radio things that like oh uh yeah yeah you end up like figuring out that he's like he was a human and he had like some amount of robotics proficiency but then like it they ended up being a part of him so he ended up having the defense robot and the defense like and an offense a defense and an offense surveyor from the other games that were like either dealing damage or protecting him because when you launch them as your special effect he either they both when they go off at once one of them is healing you and the other one is attacking people who are attacking you and so i feel like if you're playing pre-sequel then you've got if you start off as wilhelm you've got a much better start than everybody else because you've got somebody who is Helping you and also somebody who's healing you. I didn't. I, I started as, uh, what's her name? The. Ah, uh, Nisha. Nisha's yeah. the cowgirl, yeah. 
Yeah, the yeah. sheriff that ends up... The one that ends up being Jack's girlfriend later. Well, one of Jack's girlfriend. One of, quote-unquote. Quote, yeah. But yeah, no, I, th- I, I definitely remember that. Because I think the first time I ever played through it was as Misha. And I was having a really tough time. I was like, I am not bad at video games. But I am not doing a great job right now. Like, playing through pre-sequel, I am struggling. And I'm not playing through an advanced fucking playthrough. Like, I'm not... I didn't up the difficulty level. I'm just... what Whatever it is I'm doing right now, her special effect is not working for me. Yeah. And I'm, then immediately right played through as Wilhelm with his special effect. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm destroying people. Like, I'm getting it. Well, actually, I played Borderlands... Two, uh, as a psycho, and it was a lot easier. So true, true, true story. I've never played Borderlands Two through as the psycho. I think he's the last class I've not played through. He was a a DLC, yeah. Creek, right? Creek, yeah. So I've played through as cool. Everybody else in the in the base game, so I've played through a Zero and a Zaxxon oh, and Maya. Zero's my boy. So. Oh, I bet. I can totally see you playing through a Zero yep. and fucking yep, ruining yep, yep. it. I was always a Maya playthrough. Maya was my girl. Fucking freeze their asses. Fucking throw them up into midair and then fucking shoot the shit. Um, like, that I was played my as a... Uh, not a Phoenix. What do they call them? Um... But whatever, like, I played as, uh, on three as a, um... Oh, oh did you play through a, oh, oh, is this inside? Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Amara. Amara, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. God, um. <laughs> Amara. You played through as Amara. Yes, I did. I on did, three. too. That was my first playthrough was as Amara because I was like, Siren? Siren's my game. That's it. I played Siren. through as Lilith in the first one. I played through as Maya in the second. Like, I'm obviously going to uh, play through as Amara in the third because Sirens are my fucking class. And then I ended up fucking, like, I was so bad. I don't know if it was, like, between patches or not. But, like, I was dying every two fucking minutes. Mm-mm. Like, it was so bad. Like, I could not figure it out, and I was getting so upset. My brother was playing as the animal master, as a flack, yeah. and fucking, like, slaying through people. Like, him and his pet, just, like, every single fucking, like, match we went through, they were slaying through it, and I'm dying every two minutes. I'm going down. And he or his pet had to come get me up. And I was like, I am not a bad player. Like, no. I have done this. I know that I'm good. You're but really good. I am into not. Borderlands, too. Into Borderlands. Oh, my God. I felt like I was terrible. I was like, am I a noob right now? Like, and I hate to say that term, but I was like, I feel like I've never played a video game before in my life. Like, that's how many times I was getting downed in Borderlands 3 as as the siren. Yeah, as yeah, as a siren, uh, 3 was... She got more defensive, uh, not defensive, uh, more offensive. Where, like, you lift people up and you 
killed them. But I also feel like there was a definite difference between, like, when they finally figured out how to patch things. Like, there was, like, when I was first playing and I was like, I am dying every five minutes and I am miserable and this game sucks balls. And I was ready to fucking quit. And then, then finally, like, when I finally upgraded to PS5 and my brother was like, okay, let's play again. Like, I promise it'll be fine. Let's try it. And I was like, "Mm, mm, I don't know. And then upgraded everything and we started playing again. And I was like, okay, wait, everything's faster. I am actually killing people. Like, I'm doing a good job. I'm not just like a fucking like nuisance in the back that needs to be revived every five seconds. No, and like the skill tree on uh, being a siren like is way better. So much better. Because you had, like, all the status effects. Like, you had, like, oh, I can have acid, I can have fire, I can have Uh. electric, whatever. Actually, you could change that. Um, But still, like, I love, like, all the status effects. Like, and that's through all of the games where I love, like, having... A status effect. Same. Even when they, like, detriment you. Like, do you remember in the Tiny Tina's, the original uh, DLC for the second game, where there's, like, this ridiculous mission and it's, like, you're supposed to fuck up. Yeah, you're supposed to fuck up the other dudes that are, like, your multiplayer universe dudes. And they're, like... Headshots, like fucking 360, like no, no, no spin or whatever. No, I haven't played that yet, but. You've not played Tiny Tina's? The DLC? No. Yeah. No, dog. Oh. Oh. Oh, honey. Yeah, I pat my shoulder here. Why, why, Why is there no honey here, though? Have you not played that DLC? It's been out for like fucking eight years. Wait, for Tiny Tina? Or... Yeah, for Borderlands 2. Oh, the Bunker's what? Badass. It's a dragon. Yeah, it's a keep. It's a, it's a the keep. The dragon's keep. Yeah. And she has the one that's like very much shitting on the multiplayer fucking people. And it's like, so there are three people you like walk up and they're like, we're all trying to kill a boss. And so the one of them is like, no scope 2020 or whatever, some shit. And you have to like, kill him in 360, like jump in the air and then kill a guy. No, that might be on the Tiny Tina DLCs. Oh my gosh, it is for sure. It's ridiculous though. There's like one of them you have to like, um, fucking like teabag one of the characters to like to trigger one of the missions it's great yes and then the other one you have to like you literally have to like (laughs) spin in midair and shoot the guy and they call like three scope no no 2020 or some shit like that it's it's so stupid (laughs) it's been years since i've played that part but that one and then there's like you have to like melee with somebody to death but like the whole point is you're beating these like shitty ass like the the worst of the streamers who are like I'm only here to kill this boss by no scoping 360 fucking like 
hitting somebody. And the next one's like, I'm only going to melee them to death. And so you're just... Essentially, your character is supposed to, like, fucking beat all of these assholes well, who are trying to stream it. The Yeah. But it's really... And it's hard, but it's also funny at the same time. Because it's like... You know, like, there's always some asshole who's like, Oh my god, like, let's go 360 And you're like... I actually never use my fucking, like, sniper at all. Oh, me either. Like, I was never a borderline sniper. Which is funny, because my brother is just so much the opposite. He's like, I am a sniper. And he'll tell me, like, because when we're on, like, a party together, he'll be like, if we're in a spot, like, to begin with, he'll be like... Can you let me, like, will you give me a, just a second to, like, no, like, scope, head scope yeah. these guys? And I'm like, oh, man, fuck it. Like, I'm a fucking SMG main. Like, I'll hang out back here. Like, if you really want to, like, snipe the next three people, like, go for it. But also, like, the second you got those three and they start, like, running around, like, I'm not going to not jump down there and fucking start just, like, out of them, like... Because <laughs> I'm a, I, I love my SMGs. In Borderlands 2, the SMGs, like, when you get a good one, you're like, fuck yeah. And you just, like, that's always been my class, though. I'm always like, I am high rate of fire, fuck them up. Like, I don't care how many fucking rounds I'm using, just. I don't know if that translates to podcast or not, but, like, that's how I want to do it. It's just like a million fucking spray bullets at whatever it is I'm looking at. And spray just and spray. Spray, spray and pray. I just want to fucking like fucking just as I'm going, just fucking spray them all with SMGs. That's always been my deal. SMGs or the ARs. That's my deal. And my brother is so different because he's like, I'm over here with my snipers and fucking like he's very slow and steady. Which is so interesting, because, like, usually I'm, like, in every other game, I'm, like, I'm going to be super slow on this. I'm going to fucking stealth the shit out of this. But in Borderlands, there's, like, such a, there's such an amount of, like, there's such a reward, you know, honestly. Like, yeah, like, fuck them up. Like, I feel like Borderlands literally dares you all the time. It's, like, fuck them up, fam. And you're, like okay fuck yeah and so you just like fucking duck out of cover and you just you go for it but it's like very there's no different. cover in borderlands there's no cover in borderlands so it's just like you either like try and go for it and you're like pah, pah, pah. or you're like uh, i'm a fuck it up and then you're over here with your high rate of fire gun like <laughs> that's a beautiful sound i'm sure for a podcast but it is so sorry, podcast listeners, but I mean, it's the best thing I can do for you. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www. BACNpodcast.com Oh yeah.